Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeremy and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, hello everybody, welcome back to Call of Cthulhu, The Vanishing County. Uh, I am Sen, your keeper for the evening, uh, your uh, collator of the insane. Uh, and joining me this week uh, is uh, one of the insane, Jack. Hello. Um, I've only lost it three times this week. I play um, Kathleen Moody, uh, and we'll see if she shoots someone this week. Uh, I need to ask, uh, do we do luck recovery rolls at the beginning or the end? Oh yeah, luck recovery. Luck recovery. Luck recovery rolls. Luck recovery rolls. Uh, you, you get you get luck Excuse back every me? session. By yeah. the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be useful for me right now. <laughs> you learned what? Why did you know last week? about this? Forty-four points of luck in one roll. There's only so much information that I can retain. Okay. <laughs> uh, William, since you have very clearly read that rule more recently, can you please read out the rule? <laughs> Yes, uh, so, luck recovery. Um, uh, at the start of each session of play, each player makes a luck recovery roll. This is rolled the same way as any normal skill improvement. You roll a d100, and if the roll is higher than your current luck, you regain 2d10 plus 10 points of luck. You add it to your current luck score. All if right. the roll is equal to or less than your current luck, add 1d10 plus 5. All right, uh, we'll do that at the beginning here. So, uh, Jack, go ahead and roll your luck, luck recovery roll. Um... Let's see. So I'm going to roll my luck score. Yeah, roll your luck. And if you lose, then you get 2d10, 2d10 plus 10. And I did you, not lose. You get 1d10 plus 5. So add 1d10 so plus 5 to your luck. Uh, just learning that they're going to get lucky, Jeremy. <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm Jerry. I... I am playing Virginia Reeds. I'm going to find out if I get shot this week. Um, and let's see. So I have to fail. You have to fail to, to get, get more. more. If you succeed, you get less. I but love that mechanic because it, it just plays into the, the how fucked you are. Um, you still get some, though. All right. So you failed. So you get 2d10 so get plus 2D10 10. Plus, okay. William making With them look right left. out gate. I had 65 at the start of last session. Yeah, you did. All right, I will take that. There you go. Double. I double doubled my luck. Uh, and also currently sitting in the back seat, wondering what the hell's going on on the outside. Uh, Drevian. Hello, I'm playing Lillian Clara, who definitely didn't make a text while they were arguing about a phone call. <laughs> so good. <laughs> And let's roll luck. I failed. So add 2d10 plus 10 to your luck. 2d10. 
So 18. I'm still the least lucky. And standing on the Ten. curb, and standing on the standing on the curb, screaming for help, Craig. Uh, taking a very important phone call is Lewis Lampley. Um, I failed my luck roll. Uh, or rather, I succeeded. It means I failed. So uh, I get 10 points back. Do we have a hard cap on luck? I didn't mean to roll it again. Uh, stats can only go up to, I think, 95. 99. Okay. Most, 99. Most stats, most stats end at 99. So that you have a chance of failure. Unless you're a Cthulhu, unless you are a Mythos monster. Uh, meanwhile, the Connie to someone else's blind, uh, William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Victor, and, uh, let's see. That was a weird roll, but okay. I think, yes, I did. You did, yeah, you have you have your set as a regular. Uh, okay. Yeah. But you succeeded. Oh, so. verbose is the one that, that you guys have, isn't it? Yeah, we have yeah. verbose. Because okay. all the rolls. Because it's the best. I succeeded, so I'm just going to go do 10. I just As have they to say the Yogg-Sagoth sushi place. Weird roll, but okay. And the and the blide to someone else's Connie, Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. Uh I'm playing Van and I hope I'm doing this right. Yeah. So you get a D ten plus five to your luck. Okay. All right. I don't need to be as precious about my luck anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the point, because if it, mm -hmm. if you never regained luck ever, you would just run out in the first two luck. sessions. You yeah, no, see, that's how I thought it worked, and I was saving it for a monster. That's what Jeremy's been trying to do. Can you can, can you tell I only ever run Call of Cthulhu as one-shots? Yeah, that's, that, was, that, was, that was one of those rules that I learned uh, looking at these for, like, actually running a campaign. All right. Well, we shiv and burn. Uh, so, when I, I'm excited for how how many more times I will be able to spend prodigious amounts of luck on stupid rolls. Yeah. <laughs> I Jeremy, for you. Virginia broke Katie's phone last time, right? Yes. Well, I slapped it out of your hand. I don't oh, know. Well, then it may broke. or may not have broken. It yeah, it, I. The goal was not to break it at that moment. She wasn't thinking about, I'm going to smash this. It was, stop, call. I'm pretty sure the goal was also not to not break it. No, well, yeah, she wasn't trying, she wasn't trying to be gentle whether, with it. Whether or not it was going to break is up at the hands of fate, basically, according to according to Virginia. But And we know who runs fate. Not me, because it's apparently a bad system or a good system. I don't know. It's one of those systems that I keep hearing various things about, and I can never place it. Oh. Um, I like it. I like Fate Dice. They're interesting. But, when last we left off, uh, some revelations about uh, Virginia's past came to light regarding uh, people that Virginia would like very much to kill. Uh, and apparently Person. existing uh, within the sphere of Jade County, as our agents from the Federal Bureau of Control have gone to this mysterious county that should not exist and does not exist on any maps uh, <coughs> to investigate an altered world event for the Federal Bureau of Control. Meanwhile, while they have been investigating one day in the past, uh, this would be around the time where uh, Lewis was uh, losing his marbles, as the phrase might go. Uh, on the side of the road, who 
amongst our two new characters would be actively trying to stop the oil pan from leaking underneath the car because the other person drove over something sharp on the highway without paying attention and all you heard was a spring pang and then a leak starting to happen and all the gauges on your car going considering it's my car I would probably be the one under it on the oil pan okay which means that uh, the other one uh, is currently sitting in the driver's seat waiting Uh, so please describe what you look like while on your back under a car trying to stop oil from leaking out of your car but the answer is legs. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. The, the answer from what I look like from an exterior perspective is a pair of legs. This is where the camera's at. That's true. It could it could be in the car, like looking straight, like in yeah. the in the undercarriage, looking straight down. Yeah. So, uh, but a uh, the young adults. Uh, I think we settled on like early thirties. I think specifically, we settled on thirty-two. 32, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, male uh, dressed in a what had previously been a re- relatively well well looking outfit, although the they, they took the time to take the vest off, but the previously was completely plain white shirt is now covered in oil stains. Um, uh, with uh, black hair that sort of pulled back into like a, a like a half up uh, style uh, with red streaks dyed into the right hand side um, five o'clock shadow uh, very nicely tailored and well and well made clothing uh, even if the shirt is currently getting stained black uh, uh, well made boots um, and a Sphinx 3000 handgun on a holster on their hip uh with green eyes uh just currently trying to get the oil to stop coming out of his car go ahead and give me a mechanical repair roll i'm gonna fail that or spend a whole lot of luck on it i almost succeeded i'm spending one luck (laughs) one point of luck uh so yeah you can definitely see uh that what has happened here is that vanessa while driving your car uh rolled over something particularly sharp and the left hand wheel shot that sharp thing up at an angle into the oil pan puncturing it and causing what you are currently having to deal with uh you are able to uh basically with some duct tape and a lot of swearing and a couple of rags uh plug the hole enough that it's no longer leaking although it will need to be limped to the nearest service from service station to have that replaced or patched more thoroughly now um, am i recalling correctly is it if we succeed or we fail a skill test that we mark it for an improvement if you succeed you mark it for an improvement and it doesn't matter how you succeed just as long as you succeed yeah um, but as you are, uh, as the sound of cursing comes from beneath the car, uh, what does Vanessa look like sitting in the driver's seat? Uh, Vanessa, who looks, uh, similar to Victor, um, about same height, long black hair pulled back into a braid with, uh, red tips, green eyes. Uh, she wears a, um, Black leather jacket with purple trim. Uh, likewise, has her gun on her waist and black pants, uh, black boots. Go give me a drive auto check. 
<laughs> yeah, no, you're pretty certain you didn't hit anything. This must be just faulty parts in the car. Okay. That tracks. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Yep. Uh but where this is the last time I let you drive this thing. It's fine. It'll be fine. Um but while this is currently happening on the side <laughs> of the road, somewhere in Illinois, um the uh, uh Vanessa, your phone rings. Do you answer it? Did you hear me? Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) I totally blanked out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, she will answer. You you, you went from them to elsewhere. Your phone. I know. With elsewhere. So we were like, and there are the Yes, you I did. I thought I said meanwhile. I tried to say meanwhile. You said you meanwhile said... elsewhere. Oh, wow. Well, you oh, said that, well. so I started like reading what uh, Jeremy had posted it in the in the chat, and then my mind just like went. And I paused because I was like, "Did you mean Virginia?" The mythos, I was very confused. The mythos comes for us all. Um, yes, for legit. That's totally fair. <laughs> so Vanessa, your phone <laughs> rings a couple of times. You pick okay. it up. Yeah, she will uh, answer it. You recognize, uh, as you answer it, you have an odd smell of cigarette smoke uh, that fills your nostrils, coming from seemingly nowhere. Um, which uh, you recognize. You you also know this tends to happen whenever Klaus Jaeger, uh, the uh, the uh, brand, the uh, uh, head of the uh, Chicago office of the FBC uh, and the overall handler of all the agents that op- all the field agents that operate out of the FBC, calls you. <clears throat> Vanessa. Yes. You should probably let your brother drive. Also, (laughs) do you have, and do you know how to get to Jade County? I need you to make a, uh, I need you to make a. Occult? Was it an occult roll or a history check? Uh. I did a cult, but that's because that's how I was approaching it. Yeah, yeah I, I remember it as a cult as well. Yeah, I didn't I think I yeah. a cult role for me. Vanessa. Probably, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fail. 96. Uh, do you, do you want to spend 71 points of luck? I'm good. <laughs> you, have, you have. We're not no playing a Jeremy today. Holly rolls about. in and is like, look, I'm not fucking here to play around. <laughs> You have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Sorry, then. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Can you put the phone on speaker and hold it out towards your brother? Okay. You, this is a thing you know. Uh, Klaus always seems to be aware of whatever is going on around you whenever he calls you. Uh, and even things that he should have absolutely no ability to be aware of, like the fact that you're currently on the side of the road and Victor's outside the car. Uh-huh. Pipe, pipe clanking. Hey, Klaus. Victor, do you know how to get to Jade County? Make a call roll. I don't think that county exists. All right, it doesn't. All right. But not in the way you mean. You're going to need to meet up with John Carver. 
limp your vehicle to the nearest uh, limp your vehicle to the nearest highway station and wait for pickup. All right. Well, they should stop the leak for now at least. Uh, I'm gonna change my shirt real quick. Uh, and the phone hangs up. Victor walks to the trunk, uh, opens up the trunk, uh, takes off his shirt and changes it out for another identical shirt. Field agent special. Do you let Vanessa continue driving? No. <laughs> you swap drivers and head on. Fast forwarding back a day. Uh... Lewis's phone rings. Yeah. He picks uh, up. So, well, yes. I, it, as a reminder to viewers, uh, a little bit of context. I believe at this moment, Virginia Reeds has a gun drawn on, or has just smacked a phone out of Katie's hand, right? Yep. Yes. Correct. Katie has and then a hand Katie on drew a gun, gun, but has not Katie drawn it yet. Draw Wait, ha I thought she just hadn't pointed it at Virginia. She's drawn it, yeah. She's drawn it. It's not. It's not pointed. But it's not in any aggressive stance. So, gun in hand. Not um, so, in as much as a drawn gun can be non-aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Lewis pops out of the car immediately and like hard failed my psychoanalysis roll. Um, and uh, come up, goes whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Picks up the phone. Hi. This is Lewis, and I know it's from the handler, right? Yeah, you, you get that smell of cigarette smoke, and, and, and you can tell it's from Klaus. Uh, Klaus, who cuts Hi. you off in the middle of the sentence and goes, put the phone on speaker. Okay. Uh, I, I put the phone on speaker and go, Virginia and Ms. Kathleen Reed's probably compromised. Uh, I'll put my gun away. Yeah, uh, Ginny looks extremely consternated right now, but puts the gun away. Noticing this change, Lewis's mean is changing from like startled and everything to realizing the power in his phone, and he's now holding it over his head like Moses with the fucking tablets. <laughs> Lewis, <laughs> Lewis, put your arms down. Slightly dejected, lowers the arms and then puts it straight out in front of him. <laughs> like not a, like you know, like I'm trying to ward off Dracula with a cross. Yeah. As part of this assignment, I expect professional behavior from all of my field agents. That includes not knocking phones out of other people's hands, nor drawing your weapon on an ally, Miss Reeds and Miss Moody. Am I clear? Yes. Lewis has eyebrows raised and is just nodding emphatically from behind the phone. Yes, I apologize. It was an emotional moment. Now, it's Do you want to explain it or should I? It has come to my attention that there is a individual of some significance to the Federal Bureau of Control operating within the bounds of Jade County. Miss Virginia has probably already explained who this individual is. Now, standing orders are for Miss Reeds to not have any contact with this particular individual, however. We are currently low on available field agents, particularly low on available field agents that can get to Jade County. So, we are revising standing orders as such. Miss Reese is not to come into contact with the individual in question alone. 
You are otherwise to handle them as the as if they are a rogue agent for the FPC with all the due with all due uh, adherence to federal regulations and laws therein. Additionally, you are being assigned two rangers in training to assist you with this task, as the existence of this individual within the anomaly raises the potential level of danger significantly. <laughs> Continue on your way to wherever it was you were going, find a hotel, and wait for contact. Am I understood? Yes. Yes. Lewis, I got the phone. Uh, let me let me ask out of character. Uh-huh. We were planning to leave, or at least test the ability to leave. Correct. I think we were uh, going to go to Lake. We were heading to Lake Haven. Haven. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Then then no no questions in character. Uh, Lewis can't not say something though. So Lewis right. just said, "Okie dokie," and hangs up. <laughs> So, the smell of cigarette smoke still wafting through the air. Tinny reaches down, picks up the phone, and hands it over to to Katie. Uh, Katie takes it and does not yet examine it to see if it's broken. Just tucks it away in her pocket. I didn't think you were going to get taken off the case. I did. I know that. They were very that. They were very specific about it at the time. Uh Jeremy, make a let me see. What would the role be? What would this what do you think what do you think the appropriate skill for interdepartmental policy interdepartmental policy change would be? Uh law? This is why more systems need a bureaucracy still. Um, Especially systems like this. I would have maxed that son of a bitch. (laughs) Right? I would say either Uh, law or anthropology. Depending. Law, maybe... (sighs) I could see library use. Library use. History. I'll let uh, Jerry, I will let you pick from your list of skills the skill you think is most appropriate for inter inter interdepartment policy changes. She is a librarian, but it's also I'm going to pick history because I think that's that that would be where this part of her experience is mostly mm-hmm. extreme success. Extreme <laughs> success. Based on the way that Klaus phrased it and your understanding of the, of the previous situation, yeah, most likely the problem here is that they don't have anyone else that they can send to replace yeah. you. If they could, they would. Yes. Yeah. So you you sort of like you stumbled onto a lucky circumstance that means that they had to they had to actively on the fly change some decisions from higher up. Right. Um. Which doesn't mean you're off the hook. No, not even a little bit. But does mean that you have a chance. Yes. This person... uh, All right. This person is extremely dangerous, 
knows how to manipulate people very well. I already know they're a rogue agent. Tell me something new. Extremely well. Um, they... Hold on a second. I need to look back at history if I still have it. Um, here we go. Um, they were... He was the former head of security at the Bo uh, in Boston. That's intense. And um, I worked directly under him doing certain sanctioned jobs. You you would also know that he is, just... you would also know that he is a para utilitarian. Which is to say somebody who can uh uh bond with and utilize altered yeah. objects to their full effect and objects of power okay. to their full effect. Um, what I thought was often doing jobs for the organization was actually doing jobs for him. That's extraditional. He got cut. He got found out. He fled. So he understands all of our security implement, uh, our, all of our security procedures. He understands intrinsically how the organization works. Uh, and it's very concerning that he's involved in an uh, uh, in an AWE, especially since he can manipulate items of power. Okay, that's something new. He needs to be put in the ground. No, he needs to be avoided. We need to go to Lake Haven. Or, or, or contained, but it's good that we know about this. Now, this was pretty intense. How are you two feeling? And, and you too, Dr. Clara, he leans over. Is, is Lillian a doctor? No. Okay, and you too, Ms. Clara. How is everybody feeling right now? Because this was... This was a lot, so maybe we should take a second uh, before we get back on the road, and you know, just kind of, kind of address things. Um, Ms. Reeds, I'm getting a lot of, you know, I'm not a fan of labels, but I'm getting a lot of what I might, for expediences' sake, call murderous rage. Yeah, we're not doing this, and she just gets in the car. Okay. Hey. All right. Genuinely thinks about it, takes a moment, considers the question, and says, I'm glad Jenny's okay. I'm glad you're okay, Kathleen. And he leans down and goes, Ms. Reeds, I just want to let you know, not wanting to engage is a valid feeling, and I encourage that and I support that. Got up. <laughs> I'm going to pat Lewis on the back and then go get in the car. At this point, all four of you, uh, well, three of you at least, as far as you know. Uh, uh, Jack, make a luck roll. Ooh. Uh, 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 uh. Oh. So three of you well. feel your phone buzz. Um, uh, 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 as, <laughs> as, text, <coughs> as text messages come in. 
Um, text messages from the home office, uh, from from the Chicago uh, branch theater, with updated updated orders. Um, in addition to investigating the AW, the uh, Jade County AWEUR to also investigate and uh, to survey and investigate uh, the ongoings and uh, the ongoing status of one Morgan Alders, former head of security, Boston branch FPC. Uh, do not engage directly if avoidable. Uh, report back any and all information able to be gathered regarding this individual. Well, I guess I guess that changes things. Are we still going to Lake Haven? I think so because I still think that the core of the problem is going to be closer to the lake. We that's where this all seems to be draining to, and he's. You, you saw that he was running for he's he's one of the he's one of the people running for sheriff of the county, which is for the whole county, which is a county yeah. position. So it's not you don't know where his head. So it applied as Lake Haven too. Yeah, so it applied to Lake Haven too. It seems unlikely that he be here, so we don't have to engage with him. Um, I'm just saying, if him obviously him being here is not a coincidence. Yeah, you, I. Think from the information you received previously, you know that the governmental seat of the county is like is Lake Haven, but that doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that the uh, right campaigning there. Right. Um, is there? Do I know anything from uh, past records, past events, um, stuff we've researched uh, about how uh, altered world events interact with parody utilitarians and vice versa? Um. Make it a cult roll. Let's see. Oh, cult. God damn it. I'll use five luck. All right, use five luck. Um, and mark that as a success. So you... To, to borrow phrases from fantasy settings, um, if an altered item is a magic item, an altered world event is a nexus of magical energy. Peri-utilitarians are people that can harness the power of altered items and objects of power. So That's what I was worried about. They, they're not... Depending on the AWE, they could be more powerful inside the AWE. They could be the same, depending on the nature of the AWE and how it interfaces with any objects of power or altered items that that peri-utilitarian might be bonded to. You do not know if they're. Uh, you do not know what, if any, items that they pair, that this pair utilitarian might be bonded to. You do know that pair utilitarians, um, how they bond to items and what powers they gain from them, differ from item to item to pair utilitarian to pair utilitarian. No two are the same. The item no no item gives the two same to the same people the same thing, with the exception of the. Um, with the exception of a few objects of power that the home office in New York has, but you've never interacted with those, so uh, you can get you can get a general idea of what kind of powers uh, a pair utilitarian might acquire based on how the altered item or object of power operate on uh, independently, um, but it's not always a one to one thing. Mm-hmm. But they they very easily could be an effect between the, it's they're, they're not isolated correct yeah and and being inside like if he's operating inside this awe it's entirely possible that he is being empowered by the awe as well 
I suspect that's probably why he chose the AWE, because otherwise he's just drawing attention to himself. And I will share this um, with the car. That's you're not wrong. Um, I did just realize something. We probably should stay. We probably should go back to uh, 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 Dor uh, Dorver. Why? We have two new two other agents coming in. Uh, he just said to go to a hotel. He'll be. It's 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 Klaus. He'll send them to the right place. Fair enough. I'm just saying it will probably be easier for them, and they'll probably encounter less <coughs> weirdness along the way. Yeah, but will they? Because we came in from the west and ended up at the east. We ended up where we wanted to be. No, we ended up where the county wanted us to be. Uh, I think I thought we were aiming for Dorver. No, you were just aiming for Jade County as a whole. You just ended up in Dorver. Uh, well, I'm, who's to say they're going to want the county's going to want our backup to be where we are? Probably not. I'm just trying to maximize possibilities. If we want to keep going, I am fine with that. I don't really want to go back to Dorver. Yeah, I don't. I, you technically, haven't I, left Dorver yet. Yeah, we're we're like that's on the. That's true. Edge. You're like on yeah. The way out. yeah. We don't know how long it's going to take back up to get here. They didn't give an ETA, did they? They just said no. Go to a hotel and wait. Basically, was your instructions. Um, and I I definitely don't want to wait at the hotel we were at before. Um and. No, but how long is it going to take us to get to get to a hotel in 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 Lake Haven from here? Do I have how any idea how long to a hotel here? that might be? Um, Lake Haven, uh, based on maps you've seen, Lake Haven's probably only like an hour, hour and a half drive. Okay. Um, assuming that the roads are clear and that there's nothing weird right. in the forest. Right. What about you guys? What do you think? We can we flash back really quickly. I didn't want to interrupt, but Lewis is doing something before he got in the car. Sure, absolutely. Um, so Lewis is sort of after after um, uh, Ginny and and Katie get back in the car. Lewis is kind of standing outside, takes a moment, centers himself, goes, "Well, that could have gone a lot better." Yeah. Got shot, Lewis. You know what? You're doing okay. You're exceeding expectations. And he pulls out his, his handbook, flips through, looks at number 10, nods, flips down to the last page, double checks, uh, which says, now, if it seems worth it, it's probably not worth it. Double check your instincts. Stares at it for a moment, goes, that's probably not for me. Uh, yeah. Stands back up, sees 15.5, which reads, uh, 15 has now been scratched out, which previously led gaslighting for fun and profit. 15.5 now reads Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. Stares at it for a moment, takes his hand, kind of flips his luscious locks back a little bit, and says, All right, you got this. And then gets back in the car. 
uh, for William and Holly's edification, uh, you have a couple of different altered items at your disposal that have been provided to all the agents. Yes. One of them is the handbook. Uh, which is a, uh, the handbook uh, is something that all FBC agent field agents are provided with. Um, it's an altered item spawned off of uh, Object of Power 13, the notebook. Um, all instances of the handbook are known to be consistent. That is, anything written in one handbook will appear within another handbook. Uh, as such, the handbooks are utilized as an operator's manual, as an operator's manual for all FBC field agents. Um, within its pages, in addition to general employment policies and procedures, are a series of handwritten rules that offer insight into various situations that field agents might find relevant. Um, because the handbooks are consistent, it, you know, these things, there's, it's, it's hard to get rid of these things. Um, so you'll have in your handouts a list of rules that are currently uh, uh, up to 20. This is not a this is not a representation of all the rules in the handbook. This is just, for the player's perspective, a small slice. Um, and they are added to by whoever feels like adding to them as the story progresses along. <laughs> I say 20. I think we've all added at least one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's definitely more like uh, actually now I think about it one two three four five twenty five actual rules I think or yeah sub rules are not their own rules it's funny uh, my favorite is uh, nineteen through nineteen point six <laughs> yep. anyways uh, anything else Lewis no 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 he's back in and I think we're back up to current timing yeah um, thoughts is, is lewis who's sitting where now who was driving you were you I were awesome. okay i'm in the driver's seat Lily is probably in the back seat it, it had previously been uh kathleen in the front in the driver's seat virginia in the passenger seat and then lewis and Lily in the back yeah. seat. yeah uh, jenny would have moved uh, sat down where she had been before Oh, that's good. This indicates uh, no hard feelings. I want to check in with with uh, Lillian, who's been very quiet. Probably, this is probably while this conversation has been going on in the front seat between the two of them and the back seat. Miss Claire, I just want to see. That was pretty intense. How are you doing? Doing fine. Um, that, that was a tense, but like I've seen worse at frat parties. Yeah, is that, is that anything you'd like to? I'm talk offended. About? They are. I mean, you are from Chicago, so. Okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Chicago frat parties. No, Lillian's not from Chicago. Lillian would have spent like maybe a couple of years at the college of Chicago. Um. Can I, um, I, I, there's probably no way that Lewis would have been able to notice the texting, right? You are a little distracted, yeah. Yeah, fair. Okay. With the gun in your face. Can, can I, uh, can I try to get a, get a read and make sure that Lillian's actually doing okay? Sure. Make a psychology roll. Extreme success. How is Lillian feeling in this moment? Fairly neutral. Like, just kind of pondering, like, do we go back to the hotel in Dover or find a hotel in Lake Haven? 
So she's along the, along the same lines as the conversation happening between yeah, uh, yeah. unflappable as ever. Which does then, which that uh, Lewis, so yeah, you, you you sort of get that get that sense that Lillian's just trucking along, um, which is when you realize the silence in the car is deafening as Kathleen and Virginia have turned to look at the two of you, expecting an answer to a question. Um, I think if we want to. Like, the fastest option would be to go back to Hotel Andorver. So if we want expediency, that'd probably be the option to go with. Well, it depends on what we want expediency for. I agree we shouldn't go to that hotel. Was there another one there? Yeah, there were a couple hotels. Any of them that were not quite so brutalist? No. <laughs> I'm not feeling good about any of the hotels, so I suspect we should... You get, you get this odd sense that the entire county is really big on brutalist architecture. Right. It's not going to be any better in Lake Haven. Like, be there's, bad there's also the consideration, like, we don't want to go back to the hotel because we were being watched, really. We're probably going to be watched at any hotel in the entire county. We yeah. have to be comfortable with the fact that we are probably being watched at every moment. I will say... Button... And not by, not just by our people. There is one exception to the brutalist architecture that you have seen. Uh, there are Motel 6s all around the place. Of course there are. <laughs> oh, well, then there you go. We're still going to be watched, but at least it's a comfortable watch. We're and... It's familiar. We're going to a Motel 6. Yep. Yeah, the, thing, the thing that escapes brutalism is capitalism. <laughs> Even even in an eldritch horror, uh, even in an eldritch horror that has spawned a whole ass new county that doesn't exist in the middle of Illinois, uh, you, there are still Motel Sixes. You can still find the Motel Six. I would six. like yeah. to counter that capitalism is an eldritch horror. <laughs> and now that I've said like being watched, the thought comes to mind: this rogue agent does he seem like the type that if he had the power he'd be watching people? Like, I Ab wonder if he... Absolutely. So I wonder if he's found a way to be the Watcher. Probably. Give me a retroactive psychology roll. Whomst? All of you. Okay. Oh. For the two that aren't there. You know what? I will spend my two luck on that. <laughs> and two luck oh. for success. Success from the pittance of, of luck cost. Successful. Oh, I succeeded. Yep. So mark those all successes. Um, the the three of you that succeeded and then you're thinking about it. It honestly it kind of felt like there were multiple different things watching you. There are multiple different levels of intelligence that it felt like. Um, there was that presence that was watching you through the eyes of other people that the other people didn't seem fully aware of it. Um, and then there was the presence that was actively reacting to you while it was watching you. And those two do not seem like they're the same presence now that you're thinking back on it. At the time, you were considering them all the same because they were happening simultaneously. Um, but they were two different modalities and they were two different reactions there's one very passive and one very active um 
and thinking back again to what you had already sort of sussed out based on the uh, symbology of the region, based on the maps, there might be two different forces aware of yeah. people in this war in 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 the county. The peritilitarian might be one of them, but he, if he is, he's not the only one. I don't suspect we're dealing with any singular anything. No, that doesn't mean that they're not connected, though. No, it doesn't. And and Alder, it's Alder, right? Morgan Alder. Yes. And Alder was. Is there any chance, given what you know of them, that they might have had something to do with the ghoul? Or is that maybe a third presence? I wouldn't put it past Morgan. You, yeah. I you, mean, you, you wouldn't know explicitly, but yeah. So... He had keep. He had access to incredible amounts of information. I don't. Could he have done that? Yes, hundred percent. It would surprise me if he were either of the presences uh, being hinted at by the geography of the place. Um. And there seem to be two of those. You you do know, but uh, Virginia. the ghoul is a different thing. One one additional thing, Virginia. Though you do know that Alder had a particular quirk. Um, he liked he liked to fidget with butterfly knives. Okay. Um, he was one of those people that could do like knife trick that could do like just the the flipping back and forth butterfly knife tricks. Mm-hmm. And he would just do that casually while talking to people in the office. Um, okay. And you know that that wasn't that was partially to show off. He's a bit of a show off, but you right. also know that he thinking at the time you didn't think anything of it, but thinking back on it, knowing more about him that you do now, um, he definitely enjoyed a personal touch when it came to harming things. Okay. Whether that influences anything right now, you don't know, but that I just wanted to throw that out there. Right. You know. Okay. I will keep that in mind. I don't say anything about it now because it doesn't seem relevant to me. Um, yeah, I don't, I agree. I don't think that he was necessarily two of the, the area ones, but again, that doesn't mean that he's not connected, involved, or behind it. Or he could be a third out. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I interrupted. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, or he could Katie's. be part of. He could be part of the. Uh, a. He could be coming in, trying to take it of what's already here, and control it in some way. Or Katie's metal. theory is that he there's two forces natively in the area, and then there's also this guy fucking things up. Could be. And it seems most likely to Katie that um, he has something to do with the ghoul because it's the odd thing out. And that, and he's the odd thing out. Yeah. Or he could have allied himself with either of the presences, whether the thing that's slouching towards Jade County waiting to be born or... That could be, that could be why he's able to watch out of the county. But it still wouldn't make him not a third presence. Well, beats being bored, as my dad always used to say. I'm sorry, can you say that again? It it, it beats 
beats being bored. You know, I, if, if there was only, you know, one thing to worry about or no things, it, it'd be kind of boring. So um, it's basically what my dad would always say when things were terrible, but he just didn't want me to say anything bad about it because that'd be bad. That's a stupid philosophy. Let's go. Um, I'll turn around and park at a Motel 6. Park at Motel 6. Uh, but she's had a hard day. You are surprised to find that even with the batter, the slightly battered nature of your rentable car, um, it still is not the worst looking vehicle in the parking lot. Um, no, I'm not. You can always... You're not surprised. Uh uh, this is the, you can always find someone who's definitely has it worse at Motel Six. Um, this is you, true. You check in, you go to your room. They left the light on for you, and also some cockroaches. Anyways, you you settle in. It is a two bed room. That's all we have. The uh the the, the, All right. the, the, the the faucet leaks and the shower has no hot water. But it's yep. not brutalist. It is it is it, it is not brutalist. That is true. It is whatever design philosophy the Motel Six thinks is their design philosophy. <laughs> but they it's not more. <laughs> it is not brutalist. Meanwhile. <laughs> Uh, now, roughly a day later, uh, Vanessa and Victor, you didn't end up having to wait very long for uh, the ranger to pick you up, um, but he did pick you up in a hearse, which was slightly unnerving. Um, you recognize, uh, uh, while you don't recognize the hearse, you do recognize, obviously, the ranger John Carver, who is your training officer primarily. Uh, he is uh, the... He, uh, uh, the the best description of him is that he is uh any any given John Wayne or sorry uh, any given um Clint Eastwood character minus the racism, um, <laughs> and the propensity for yelling at chairs, uh, but you know five five o'clock you know art artisanally crafted five o'clock shadow. Cowboy hat, duster, fingerless gloves, gun on a hip, smoking constantly, talking in a gravelly voice with Texan accent, that kind of thing. Never smells like tobacco, though. Yeah, he never smells like he smokes. Uh, he never. It never smells like it. Never smells like cigarettes around him. Klaus, who never smokes, always smells like cigarettes. Nobody's been able to find out if that's a connect. If that's a connected thing or not, but. Um, he picks you up. He takes you back to the Chicago office, uh, where eventually you make your way in to the headquarters. Uh, the, the Chicago office of the FPC is accessed through a broom closet at Grand Central Station. You go into the broom closet, you pull on a specific handle in the back, and it opens up into a secret elevator that takes you down to the main lobby of the Federal Bureau of Control branch office. Um... You get there. You pass the you, you pass through the metal detector. Um, the uh, what 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 on your persons do you place into the small uh, cardboard uh, small plastic tub that goes through the metal detector separate from you? Well, considering that uh, Victor did not bring anything out of the trunk of their car while it's getting fixed, 
uh, will put into the tray a pair of uh, a different pair of rings. One is sort of a like a ornate skull ring, and one has like a, just a pair of small gems on it that seem to be intertwined with a like a, a looping gold lattice between them. Uh, and then the Sphinx three thousand gun into the tray, and then on the other side, on the other side holster, uh, an IMI Desert Eagle, and just set it into the tray. Vanessa, uh, the guns uh, for her, and a couple rings, and then she spends like five minutes because she has a ton of uh, loop earrings going up and down both ears, just taking those out and putting them in there. Yeah, it's a good idea. The last person to go through this thing with earrings didn't come back out with an ear. Uh, so, uh, Victor, while Vanessa is still taking off her earrings, uh, what on you sets the metal detector off that you forgot to take off? Uh, let me take a double look at my character's appearance real quick. Uh, they 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 walk through the metal detector and is like right yeah uh and and like unclasps the the heavily metallically studded belt uh and uh twist it around and fold it back up being very careful not to unclasp the hidden knife that is inside the belt and put it in the tray so you put that belt uh what goes off the second time <laughs> Guys, at some point, my shoes just have metal in them. They're steel toes. Step back out. Take those off. Put them on. <laughs> you go through without beeping. Vanessa, go through without beeping, without beeping uh, a single time, which is odd to you because you didn't take your shoes off and they definitely have metal toes on them. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, but you go through. You pull your things. You put, get them all. Put them back on. Go up and around. Uh, you find the find the elevator. Um, the elevator for the Chicago branch of the Federal Bureau of Control uh, has a variety, has, has a variable number of buttons. Uh, none of them are labeled, and you know that you have to press them in a correct sequence in order to get to where you want to go. Um, there is a handy sticky note uh, on the side of it right now that has the sequence that takes you to uh, the handler's office. Do you follow that sequence, or do you press random buttons? I follow the sequence. Right. Okay. So... One, two, three, seven, fourteen, thirty-two. Doors close. You feel that a motion. Than when, when we were here last time. It's different from the last. It's different from the last time you were here. It changes. It changes every other day. Mm. Um. Sometimes twice. Uh. The uh. You feel motion. You cannot identify what direction it is going in, but you feel motion. Uh, and then the doors open, sting, and you are stepping out directly into the office of Klaus Jaeger, which, again, just filled with smoke. He does not smoke. There is no cigarette. There is no ashtray. But it's just filled with cigarette smoke. Um, one of you might cough as you step in. Uh, step up to his desk. He has laid out uh, some maps. Uh, and basically he's going to go over with you, uh, we're going to do a shortened version of this, uh, that we did the first episode, but he's going to go over with you the basics of what's going on in Jade County. Um, yeah. 
So a mystery county has popped up in Illinois. Uh, specifically, it has popped up in the memories of certain people. Not all people. That's why he asked you if you knew how to get to Jade County. Um, only people that can remember how to get to Jade County can get to Jade County. Um, the uh, uh, And what seems to happen is that you drive with the intention of going there, and you get there. Uh, it doesn't show up on any maps. Uh but it's definitely occupying space, although the space that it occupies doesn't seem to be in our world. Um, the objective of the field team that's gone out there is to currently investigate the AWE, find out what's what's causing it, find out if there's a way to stop it, um, um, and report back as needed, and also report back if they need additional reinforcements. It has come recently to the attention of Klaus that the um, there is more going on than there seems to be there. Additionally, there is a rogue FBC agent um, operating within the bounds of the AWE. One Morgan Alder, uh, who was a former former head of security at the Boston office. Uh, and so the two of you, as rangers in training, are being added to the field team in order to provide necessary firepower uh, and operational support uh, for the dealing of for dealing with Morgan Alder. Your current objectives are to, in, uh, in addition to investigating the AWE and providing backup and fire support for the field team that's out there, to investigate and report back any and all information you can on the activities, whereabouts, and uh, current status of Morgan Alder, uh, with further orders to come based on what you report back. Uh, okay. Uh, is this like an info hazard style thing? Now that we've been told about Jade County, can we get to Jade County? No. Once you've been there, once you've gotten there, once you've traveled there, you'll be able to travel back and forth according to what we've learned. But if you've been told about it, so, it's not enough. So Carver's going to have to drive us there. Yep. Carver's going to drive you out. Can we take my car? Uh, we'll have your car. We'll have your car delivered here. Um, but you can take us. You can. Uh, we've got uh, service with a rental. You can pick up a rental using company funds and head out. Rentals are never as good as my car, but okay. And also, my stuff is in my car. Well, you should have taken it with you. There's plenty of room in the house. I would have. <laughs> he doesn't laugh. I do. He just he just gives you a blank look. The the sort of look that says. This is why you're in training. Uh, we swing by where the car is getting worked on and get my stuff out of it, if nothing else. Oh, you're driving, so I assume Carver won't have any problem with it. Cool. Uh, the uh, they've recently dropped off some tech. They recently dropped off some tech with the field team that's in there, so they'll have some additional items uh, that you'll be able to utilize, and they should be able to bring you up to speed on everything that they've experienced. Be warned, there have been uh, encounters with hostile entities uh, within the AWE already. Uh, we've lost. I one, we've lost at least one. We've lost at least one smith on the ground already. So that was who was in the hearse. Hmm. And you know that Smiths are um, Smiths are forward scouts. They are the they they are people that go into AWEs with no information, um, and find out what the fuck's going on. Uh, they are referred to as Smiths because they are all John or Jane Smith, depending on whatever. Um, they're that's not their actual name, but that's how they are officially recognized within the bureau. And um, because they effectively they we don't know what AWEs are going to do or how they're going to react. 
or what's going to trigger them. So going in with nothing special, the minimum amount of special information, so the minimum amount of special name, like unique names or anything like that, minimizes risk. Um, you know that smiths are all basically people who either would have been rangers but had a different set of skills or were rangers and retired into being a smith. Um, so it's very possible that sometime in the future you might be a smith. All right, let's get going. All right. Good luck. And try not to die. Also, don't let them kill each other. I'll keep that in mind. Them being the field team. Three of them are, this is their first assignment. Uh, and uh, we don't have another field team available to replace them. Cool. Definitely want to get that stuff out of my car then. Okay. All right. Come on, sis. You head out. Uh, when you meet up with John Carver, he's fine with you sw uh, swinging around to your car to pick things up. Um, what kind of car do you get for a rental? Uh, well, he was driving a 2010 Chevy Camaro, so they can't get anything quite as quite as uh, useful as that. I she feels, but uh, probably uh, something relatively sturdy and fast. Uh, two-door or four-door? Four. There's going to be at least three people in this thing anyway. Uh, you end up picking... Uh, you end up renting a Hyundai Elantra. <clears throat> hate these things, but they'll do. Can I drive? No. It's not my fault your car is crap. Not my fault your last date didn't go well either. <sighs> Shut up. Uh, so yes, you uh, you pile into the affordable economy compact car uh, and drive off to pick up your stuff and head to the AWE. Meanwhile, at the Motel 6. Yep. Which one of you has discovered that no matter how you flip the light switch, the lights don't turn off? That, no, not me. I yeah. I walk in. I whether the light was on or not, just walked in, walked over, and 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 sat down on a bed and started taking out gun, cleaning, disassemble, put back together. Probably Lewis, because that seems like a nice, safe mystery after a fairly tense day. And so you flip it up, it stays on. You flip it down, it stays on. You flip it up, it stays on. You flip it down, it stays on. Kathleen, uh, how long does it take for you to realize your phone's broken? Um, uh, a fair while, because I'm busy wandering around the room uh, sweeping for candlelight. Yep, now the candles do not light uh, on anything immediately in the vicinity. I do a double swoop, um, and then I don't notice a, after that for at least half an hour. Okay. And who well, Katie, the, well, and uh, sorry, who is the first person to discover that there is no hot water? That might also be Katie. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, and you Lewis are... is checking outlets. He's convinced that the light switch isn't actually a light switch; it controls outlets. 
while Katie's while Katie was doing a sweep, um, Lillian would have got out the laptop, opened it, and like had Katie come by with the candle to see if it was being still. Not in a moment. Okay. Please be careful around the sockets. Oh, sure. Uh, make a Lewis. <laughs> oh, no. I need you to make me oh, a no. roll. Hang on. I'll tell you what kind as soon as this pops, as soon as this pops up. Good news. Once you electrocute yourself, the light will turn on. Um, make me a uh, mechanical make, make repair, me an electrical repair roll. <clears throat> Even better. Hard success. I, nice. Damn it. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Lewis is extremely careful around the light sockets. Uh, no, it doesn't seem like the light switch connects to the light sockets either. Huh. As the avid interest in uh. Virginia's eyes grows and then dies. <laughs> uh, around um, the time, uh, Kathleen, what sound do you make when you discover there is no hot water? Just a sigh. But I've taken cold showers before, and you know what? Fine. 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 Better that than eyes out the window. Do you say that out loud, or is that internal dialogue? Internal dialogue. Can we hear the sigh? I might that... say that out out loud. I I like that better. Okay. Oh, um, don't discount think... the possibility that we get both from inside think... the shower, though. Oh, oh fair. okay. Uh, you do so. They were all in there in the bathroom to hear you say it, so we yeah. can respond. It's about. I mean, the walls are not that thick. Guys, about... I really needed the company. About five. About three minutes after you hear the shower turn on, Lewis. Apropos of nothing that you do, the lights turn off. Uh, I'm going to clap. Nothing happens. Oh. Well, it was worth a try. I'm going to try flipping some more switches to see if I can get the lights back on. We're still, we're, it's still daytime, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So I just open the window, the, the, the drapes then, open, so I can keep doing what I'm doing. You open the window and the lights come back on. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Lewis, you makes sense certain... for Motel Six. Lewis, you're this is... that the uh, that the wiring in this place is so shot that it's random chance whether or not the lights are on or off at any given time. Oh, well, that'll be interesting. <clears throat> this is. It's just more psychological warfare. Is that, do you think that's one of the entities here, or do you think that's just Motel 6? Motel 6 psychological warfare. <laughs> but the, the Motel 6 is just a running joke in all of my real world games. <laughs> I mean, that was in character, uh, assuming. Yeah. Assuming. Uh, Ginny said that in character. I did. Um, six of one, half a dozen of the other. <laughs> I get it. 
there is the slightest quirk of the corner of the lip, like almost imperceptible. Then she goes back to what she's doing. You know, it's good that we can still have fun. It's been a rough day. Meanwhile. Yes, we're having fun. Vanessa and Victor. You're driving in the Hyundai Elantra, following the instructions of uh, Carver, who's turn here, turn there, turn there. Uh, And far sooner than you would have expected, given the generalized location of Jade County, as far as the as far as the interpretation of maps are concerned, Um, because actual maps have no indication of that. Jade County does not exist in Illinois. There is no Jade County in Illinois, according to regular maps. But the people that have the people that have memories of it have sort of dotted down on maps for the FPC where it should be. Um, and far far sooner than you expect, uh, you find yourselves driving into a fog bank. The skies have been clear before. There should not have been any fog banks. Um, but the mist is thick and difficult to see through. You can see barely uh, 10 feet in front of the car. Well, this reminds me of that cursed ring back from New York. Was it a ring or a necklace? It was on it was on a necklace, but the, the, the object itself was a ring. That was the wrong accent. Fuck. God damn it. Accents. I forgot what Carver's accent is. No, I mean he talks like this. It's the pro- it's the thing. Yeah. I just I was talking in class's accent was the problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was on a necklace, but the object itself was a ring. Why is it registered as a necklace then? At least like that, like the, the the altered item like configuration name. I'm gonna guess because the fact that it's on the necklace is important to its configuration. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just found the thing. Anyways, we don't want to stop too long or or gaze too long into the clouds. Apparently, there's figures that'll spook you if you look too hard. Oh no, I've never seen. I've never seen the fog. Both of you make uh, sanity checks for me. Hard success. E success. Why does yours roll weird, uh, William? I don't know. Yeah, yours is different. Are you using a different character sheet? I'm, I'm not that I know of. For those listening and not watching, um, Victor's rolls are showing up in just a slightly different, still in the same boxes, but in a slightly yeah. different method of presenting the results. Yeah. Not, They're smaller. Yeah, it's the sort of it's the sort of weird thing to happen that uh, that to, to make you feel like you're going insane, which is very Call of Cthulhu. Um, it's it just, is roll twenty at its best. Yeah, an it's, API awe. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, with successes, none of you, neither one of you, experience anything particularly uh, traumatizing as you get through the fog. Um, but yeah, you 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 were coming in from the north uh, somehow, according to the GPS. Uh, as soon as you come out of the fog, you are driving down the road uh, from the east uh, and heading towards uh, heading towards what what Carver identifies in the distance as Dorver. Uh, this uh, following a river. 
that's heading uh, westward, uh, or that's the, the, the river is heading east away from the mountain. But uh, in the distance, you can see the the large mountain chain in the middle of the county, um, and uh, the signs of this is very uh, very rural count very rural country like. Um, there's a town every hour and a half away from each other, and everything between is is uh, rural farming, uh, farmland, and uh, people that don't want to live near other people. Um, largely flatland uh, uh, until there's a forest in the mountain. Uh, uh, at this point, Carver flips up a phone and hits a number. Uh... He hits one phone, hits a number. Nothing happens. So he hits a different number. And Virginia, I don't think I've noticed rings. yet. Are you? Your, uh, Virginia, your phone rings. Oh. Hello. Hey, this is Carver coming in with two of your reinforcements. Uh, what's going oh, on with Kathleen's phone? That's a good question. Hold on. Kathleen? Yeah? Have you checked your phone since the incident? Um, no. I grabbed the phone. Check it. Faceplate is shattered. Um. Do I owe you a phone? Let's not talk about it right now. Okay. Phone's broken. All right, we'll throw a burner in with the rest of it. All right, uh, we're coming in now, heading towards Dorva. Where are y'all at? We are at the Motel Six on Fifth and Elm. All right, should be there momentarily. Keep an eye out. All right, Room Two Thirty Seven. Going to a Motel Six, and he says he reached out. Oh, lovely. GPS. We've slept in worse places. Yeah, we also slept in better. I mean, beats a ditch. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it depends on the motel. Sorry, it depends. It also depends on the ditch. Yeah. I slept in some comfy ditches. I mean, I guess it really. Thanks everybody for joining us. We go quickly to our sponsors this week. It's Motel Six. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> We uh we 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 are promoting Motel Six the way the same way John Stewart promotes RVs. It will forever be my favorite ongoing joke of his. <laughs> After about what 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 so the group that's in the Motel Six what are you doing for the next thirty minutes but while the while the others arrive? Calmly going back to re uh uh, uh put it, cleaning up. All of my gear. Um, I'll spend some time reading a book. Maintain my uh, skates and go through things. And um, I think he takes a moment to to consider looking back through the videos on the phone, and then just sort of sighs a little bit and then doesn't. He did get that nap. Good for Lewis. Letting go is a very important skill. Probably looking at news articles online. Okay. Local news or just general news? 
probably more local. Okay. Uh, give me roll your luck roll. Uh, the success you come across you you come across a uh, uh, an interesting story. Um, seems like there's a there's a uh, with the, with the, with the elections going with the sheriff's uh, election, various other uh, uh, um, um, county positions that are up. You you do notice that they're running lots of uh, there's lots of like uh, uh, character character articles going on about the various candidates for the various positions, and you do run across a article about Morgan Alder um, that indicates that he sort of lists him as. Um, lists him as a uh, as um sort of a looks like they're the, the angle that they're trying to play him is sort of the everyman uh you know military veteran kind of angle uh the the sort of person that is qualified for their position because of the the service that they've done to the country and and uh, here's the list of accolades they've received in the line of duty et cetera et cetera et cetera uh along with this is a fairly recent picture of him from a recent uh sort of press junket where he's been doing conversations and you notice something that seems different from the billboards that you saw earlier um which is that he has he's wearing an eye patch over his left eye it's a fairly large complicated looking eye patch too not just like a regular one um all of the billboards were like him in profile, so it's it was the opposite side of his face, and you wouldn't have been able to really tell that he was an eye patch there. Um, but yeah, so it's like just a little like feel good article about him, and then this 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 recent image. Did he get stabbed in the eye with a pen? Not according to according to the article, uh, it, it, he lost his eye in combat. Um, if I glance over, pen and can be used in combat. See the um research going on i'm gonna ask he's not he's not the incumbent no no oh the incumbent that would be upsetting the the incumbent the incumbent sheriff uh retired so this is a this is an empty seat that's that they're they're an empty position that's being filled who's his opposition um i said the name of the opposition in a previous episode and i do not remember it well, I'm more interested in facts about so. Um, the previous opposition uh, is a uh, is a um, career uh, career um, a career policewoman, um, so a person that you know went, uh, out of high school went to the academy, joined the joined the police force uh, in Jade County, um, and has basically served from you know from from graduation to now as part of the Jade County like county police uh, and sheriffing organizations. Um, and so has is like sort of proceeding up the ladder as opposed to Adler, who's sort of coming in at coming in at it from a different angle. Um, you know, trying. I to reach for my phone. Military service. Remember, it's broken, and then ask, um, "Hey, Lillian, you think you could send a picture of um, his opposition back to home base? I am curious if she." used to exist outside of jade county or if she's a product of jade county and we need outside resources to find out yeah I, i'll do that and but like i would also point out the article to virginia and like read off bits of it to see if it actually matches up to what virginia knows of him virginia you know that he has never lost an eye he was this is, he yeah was this military, is but he never lost an eye that's all nonsense. 
is other than the, the, the he did have military service. Do you do you look at the do you look at the article, Virginia? Yes, for sure. Make it a cult roll. Okay. Like Virginia's cult. God, roll. you know what? I don't care. Yes, I succeeded that. Oh, <laughs> how much luck do you spend? Twenty-five. How much did you get this? How much did you get this? Luck anyway. Uh, like twenty-one. Okay, still low. Um, I'm down to fifteen. It's fine. <clears throat> like, uh, with the comment so, of having lost them. Sorry, with a success. Uh, mark that. Mark that as success. Um, yep. You recognize that eye patch? That's an altered item. That is one that was that belonged to the, that was held in the Boston branch when he was there. Oh no! Fuck me! Um, do I know what it does? Um, you're you're unsure one hundred percent of what it does. You recall it has to do something with. It doesn't blo- it, it. The uh, the item itself was involved in a serial killing. Um, it was it was the perp- it was the perpetrator functionally of the serial killing um but it seemed that the 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 killer if you recall correctly the killer that was uh, that was arrested and that the item was confiscated from um was uh was referred to as like a circus performer killer or something like that the the the, 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 the had a field day because he was a knife thrower um and uh he would he would Basically, all of his victims were killed by knife throws, right? Um, that were thrown at impossible angles. Um, okay. So you you don't know specifically what the reason, what the R and D division ever determined the altered item itself did, um, but you imagine that it might have something to do with that, given the nature of altered mm-hmm. items and how they tend to influence people that that are involved in them. Understanding that pair utilitarians can oftentimes pull out drastically different abilities, right? Than the item itself presents. Um, but it may have something. We need to retrieve that. That's an item. That's an artifact. What do you know about it? Used by a used by a a a um, sideshow performer in a spate of serial killings. Modus operandi was thrown blades. Did the guy? I just. I. I. I'm just. I'm just guessing here. But the guy have no memory of his kills after the fact. Oh uh, no! He Anything remember, like he that? Remembered them. Um, but he was very. Official record was that he. Official record was that he killed himself in prison after his sentencing. Uh-huh. Uh, he actually is still alive. He's being held in a federal in an FBC containment facility for study. Um, okay. The from what the from what you recall, the R and D uh, division determined that he remembered everything, but had no control over his body. At the time, I think it's certainly it's probably accurate. Although he could always be making up. We don't know. Um, he did not have control of his actions. That does not, not mean expect that to be the same case for a para-utilitarian. Absolutely not. He would. He Morgan would know. 
what that item is and what it does. If he thought it could, would control him, he would not have it on. You, you all know that peritotarians are very difficult for the... It's very difficult to control them with or without an alter. Mm -hmm. Um, they're, 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 the fact their nature as peri-utilitarians makes them particularly hard to be susceptible to magical effects like that, um, mm -hmm. which is why they can do what they can do. Uh, yeah. So it's unlikely that he would be being controlled by the side patch. Right. Any reason that this particular <laughs> would have reached out to him? Does he have any... Or he would have reached out to it. Does he have a for sideshow? Probably the murder. My guess. My guess is he grabbed it when he left because it was in Boston. Did he work he on this case? I don't know. No, he was head of security. He didn't work cases. Yeah. Okay, so no. But he would have known where it was. He would have probably had access to the vault. So he would he would have taken it with him. Sure. Is there is there anything in this story? Um, and Lewis will tap. It's it's on the screen, right? Lillian's yeah. looking at it. Yeah. Um, is there any reference in here to where he's from? I'm curious how much Jade County News references the outside world. Uh, references him as a New England native. Uh, it looks like he was born in Maine. Um, lived there most of his life, enlisted in the military, lived all over, uh, eventually did some work, uh, eventually was uh, was working for a security firm in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, and that's the point where it's bullshit forward, I assume. And then from there on, yeah, it, it seems to indicate that he, he you know, after retiring from his, after retiring from his job in Boston, he came out here to uh, Jade County um, and has lived here amongst the community for the past few years. Uh, and uh, is running for running for office, helping to put his expertise I, as a, his expertise in uh, uh, security and military activity uh, to work for the good of the good of the county. The a thought comes to mind of um, if he we were being watched and he has an eye patch, is it possible that that's connected? It's possible. A lot of things are possible. Exactly. It's a good thought though. Yes. Regardless, we need to we need to get that back. Um, just make an intelligence check, Vanessa. Or actually, all four of you. Sorry, Vanessa, Virginia. Vanessa and Virginia. Virginia is what I meant to say. But all four of you. Right? Okay. Uh, we're Mason, gonna. We're, this is gonna be real easy on send. We have multiple people with oh, a yeah, V yeah, first no, name. Victor, Virginia, Vanessa, and then Lewis and Lillian. This is why I'm trying to do Ginny more, but yeah. uh, Lillian with a success, it strikes you that head of security has one altered item. It's very possible that he took more than one altered item with him. Oh, that yeah. Like he was able to grab one. It feels like he more than likely was able to grab more than just the one. Yes, I was assuming that anyways. Like, it's an eye patch. He could have shoved that in his pocket and grabbed something else if load was an issue. Um, 
Lewis tenses in the first part of that sentence and then relaxes when you finish it. You all right? Lewis? Yeah. You all right? Yeah, just wanted to make sure, you know, we're keeping everything on a, uh, you know, corporate appropriate discussion level. Okay. Um, is it is it possible that if we asked, we'd be able to find any information about? I was I was about to call, and we have to at least report at this point that he has the eye patch. Okay. Because I'm going to assume that they are aware it's missing, but it's possible they don't. It's possible they don't. That seems vastly irresponsible. Well, uh, information within the Federal Bureau of Control is highly compartmentalized for a reason. Right. Um, each department, each each office is expected to deal with their own breaches of security like that, because the the, the fear is that um, someone you know one office lets another office know. Oh, by the way, we've had some of our altered items stolen. Um, if anyone at the other office is compromised in any in any way. They've just now leaked a security compromise, a securities compromise status to a compromised individual. Yep. Um, uh, and when you're dealing with, still... when you're dealing with items that I... could potentially be world ending, you'd want to limit the amount of knowledge for leaks of security. Katie's still going to be judgmental. Oh, absolutely. Legit. Totally fair. So yeah, I'm going to uh, 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 contact our guy. Right. While you're making that call, uh, outside, a uh, car pulls up. Leave it until six. Phones <laughs> uh, for um, in the car. Carver. I mean, who are you calling? Are you calling Carver? Or are you calling Klaus? No. No. I, I, actually, yeah, I would be calling Klaus. Yeah. Um, uh, Car should in the park. Again. Carver looks over at Victor. First name multiple. All right. Well, uh, I'll take the rental car back and uh, y'all get to ride in that. He says, pointing at the slightly banged up. Uh, what was the rental car that y'all had? It was a. Was it an Acura? It was like a Toyota Camry or something like that. I think it was I, an Acura. I feel like it was an Acura. Yeah. Four-door Honda Acura looks like uh, you could probably fit five people into it if you squeeze. Yeah. There's not going to... No. Please bring my car back. Uh, I mean, the problem is having people to come... You know, having a vehicle to come back with me, but... I will drive you out if you need be. <laughs> Let's see what we can do. I'm sure you can make do with something while you're here. That is, after all, what Rangers do. We make this. Yes, I can steal a car if I need to, but I would rather have the one that I know. You get out. You notice that there's a way. Vic, make sure you grab your stuff this time. Oh, don't you start. As you, <laughs> as you go to the trunk to get your stuff, you notice that there is a Welcome to Jade County bumper sticker on the back of the car. That ain't good. Okay. There seems to be one on every car. Including the Acura. Cool. All right. Good to know. 
Well, reaches in, <laughs> opens the trunk, grabs stuff out of it. They're over in that one. He says, pointing at the door that uh, goes to the room that they're in. <clears throat> All right, let's go. Okay. Keep us updated. Car starts and he pulls out. Um, Victor walks here. over, having loaded both of his guns onto his waist, uh, and then having slung a pool cue bag over one shoulder uh, with a duffel bag in the hand, and then a what looks to be a walking cane in the other hand. Is he walking on the cane at all, or is he? Carrying? No, he's walking. He, he's walking with it like it's an ornament, not like it's an actual walking assistant. Okay. What's Vanessa carrying? Uh, just duffel bag and uh, her guns, and that's about it. I hope those are on your hip rather than your hand, though. Yeah, sorry. They, yeah, they're on her hip, and then yeah. Uh, meanwhile, so yeah, uh, Jenny, your your uh, phone yep. rings once. Klaus picks up. Yes, Miss Reeds. Uh, we have information that is probably going to be relevant. Um, Mr. Alders appears to have acquired, and I don't know if the, the eye patch has an actual name for it, it, it like does, a classified name. It does, but you don't know what it is. Okay. Uh, the the eye patch used by the blah 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 killer in Boston at this point it was in the possession of the Boston branch that's concerning news I know what it used to do mostly alright he's running for sheriff here if that was not made clear before Yes. I'll put in a request for information from the Boston branch and see what we can find. If possible, maybe see if there's anything else that's missing from their vault. Have them do a full sweep, see if there's anything unaccounted for, yeah. Correct. Uh, change priority when handling Alder. Uh, avoid, in avoid encountering at all means, if possible. Until we know what until we know what that item does, and if he has any more, it could be potentially very dangerous just to be within eyesight of him. If we have the opportunity to get the drop on him, kill him before he sees us. Until we know what items he might have on his on his opportunity on his body, you might not be able to kill him. All right. Avoid avoid at all costs. Understood. Phone hangs up. Yep. Knock a door. <laughs> as, like, as the phone hangs up, there's a knock at the door. He jumps a little bit. And just stares at the door. Yep, I will get up. Walk over to the door. Look through the peephole. Uh, looking through the peephole, you see two individuals. Uh, a seemingly male carrying lots of things, and seemingly female carrying less things. They seem to look like they might be related. Mm. You are our additions? 
Did you open up the door? Yes. Yes. Lewis is like right behind Jenny. Yeah. Hi. He's Vic. He's Van. Steps aside and opens the door wider. Gestures to come on in. Virginia. And uh, Lewis, you recognize these two, uh, having been worked in HR, uh, because they, you know that they are two rangers in training from the Chicago branch. Uh, you certainly weird enough their... to be rangers. What, what was that? Jack? They're certainly weird enough to be rangers. Uh, go ahead and describe what the two rangers see as they enter into the room, starting with uh, Virginia, who answered the door. Uh, oh, Jesus, you're going to ask me to, to, to describe the character I haven't thought about her appearance since the first issue, or episode. Describing is the worst. Um, uh, very, so, uh, Virginia is in her mid-30s. Um, uh, give me a second, I have to look at my fucking mini to remember what I look like. Uh, blonde, I believe. Um, hold on, I'm almost there. Describing is the best because this is a system in which I regularly describe people via aphorisms, and and, and then the, I, I love listening to my players try to describe their characters in like more specific physical detail. I just realized we still haven't changed clothing from the stuff that we got at the at the uh the, the excursion. Dude. I am. Yeah, I definitely have. Yeah. Did we get new clothing? Yeah. Yeah, you got back to the we car. Got our, yeah, you got back to the car. We got, got our clothing. stuff back. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Never mind. Yeah. Um, You pointedly very well uh, got out of the outfit that you were given. Yes, yes, because it was entirely inappropriate. Uh, so, yeah, bun hair about, about, about mid-neck length. Um, part, side part, uh, uh, glasses. Um, in very professional attire, uh, a, a suit jacket, uh, a beige, beige suit jacket, beige pants, uh, a red shirt, uh, uh, horn rim glasses, and just gives an aura of just being very straight to business. Jack? Not much of a jovial side. Jack, you want to describe Kathleen? Uh, I don't want to go next. All right. Trevi, you want to describe Lillian? See Lillian sitting farther in the room, wearing, like, black pants and a white button-up with, like, almost shoulder-length blonde hair. Looks fairly nondescript, just your average young adult. And what... Disaster does Lewis look like today? Um, I I'm very offended. Lewis is very put together. Uh has Always. like Lego. Curly what? Like Lego. Right, right. Uh and sort of curly unkempt hair that is long, a little wavy all over the place, big blocky glasses, uh tall, very thin, gangly, um, wearing khakis, um, a powder blue Oxford shirt, um, unbuttoned enough to see that he's wearing a, um, um, you know, 
circle neck tee, uh, t-shirt white underneath. Um, and um, is wearing, I think would be barefoot if they're in the thing. Well, not barefoot. He's wearing socks, um, just um, white athletic socks. Um, socks and do I know them from the files? Or... Socks that have found at least one sticky patch on the carpet. Yeah, probably. Um, do I know them from their files or do I know them personally? From their files. Um, okay. Do I have a sense that they would know me? No. Like, have they gotten paperwork memos from me, that sort of thing? They might, they've definitely gotten paperwork and memos from you, but you have no idea that they would know you. You're pretty confident that uh -huh. you're pretty confident that the that the Rangers don't tend to keep a, a a head for faces of the office. Um, you're pretty certain that Carver didn't recognize you until the fifth conversation you had with him. Okay. All right. And they introduced themselves. Well, they introduced each other as Vic and Van, right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, so Lewis just smiles, uh, and says, Oh, Victor, Vanessa, oh, it's really great to meet you both in person. I'm Lewis Lampley, formerly with HR, uh, now in the field. So this is really great to get to meet you in person and work together. All right. Love the energy. Thank you. Give it time. <laughs> Gets even better. I will. I'll, I'll reach forward and and pat uh, Virginia on. No, he reaches forward as if to pat Virginia. And there's just a shoot, shoot in a dead stare, and just sort of does a like a hover pat, doesn't actually touch, and then just awkwardly puts the hand down. And Jack, um, I was looking up pictures. <laughs> I could remember what to describe. Um. Katie's got um, relatively short brown hair. Um, her outfit doesn't really have a lot of personality except for uh, her leather bomber jacket that she wears. Um, she has a, what looks like a wedding ring on the wrong hand. Um, and she's maybe 20. Doesn't look old enough to drink. For, for reference, they were described as maybe looking like they're related to each other. They are quite clearly twins. Yes, they look a lot alike. I say, I always say maybe looking. I always give vagaries when I'm describing people because I don't know what people's assumptions are. All right. Uh, Carver said that you guys would give us more details when we got here. So, what's the rundown? All right, uh, shut the door. Yeah. Katie starts um, rifling through her bag and pulling out all kinds of papers. Uh, Vic, Vic closes the door behind them and sets the pool cue bag down in the corner. And as, as it does, it sags a little bit, and you see the 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 tip of a rifle barrel poke out of the out of the end of the out of the end of the pool cue bag. Good. Oh. Um. So we are, what we've determined so far is this, there's something being born in the lake. We don't know what, some entity. Katie spreads out a map of the county and then another map of the county on which are scribbled the notes from there. 
assessment of the occult nature of the geography? Um, in addition to that, there are a number of elements in play here. Uh, when we arrived in town, our contact had been uh, uh, slaughtered by, by a ghoul. Buzz, you can give me a we, rolls to identify what a ghoul is. <laughs> Neither one of you know a damn thing. I mean, Holly might want to spend luck I'm, on that. Issue. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and spend luck. I had pictures, but my phone's broken, so um, those are going to have to wait. Vanessa, remember, Vanessa remembers the book in your occult, William. Because I didn't put anything in it, and I just have the one improvement roll. Yeah. He has more. He has more appraise than than occult. He has a, he has appraise for identifying magic things. I also only had so many skill points to spread out. There. Um. So yeah. Uh. With a, with a with a success, go ahead and mark that that skill you successful, Holly. Um. Yeah, with a success on your occult roll, um, you know that ghouls are. Uh, How do I mark that successful? Just uh, there's a there's a there's just like a button the dot. next to it. Click yeah. the dot. Where's the dot? Like to the left of the name, there's a there's a, like a black dot. Click on the dot, in the skill list. Oh, on the I'm looking in the wrong place. I'm sorry. On your actual chat, yeah. not the character. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, mark, whenever you make a successful roll. You've always marked it. Okay. So you can tr make improvement rolls later. Um, the uh, uh, so yeah, you know the ghouls are uh, undead. Categorized as undead, they're typically reanimated of some kind or construct constructs of some sort of corpse um, that tend to be cannibalistic in nature. Uh, they tend to eat, devour, destroy whatever. They they are shock troopers. They're fairly. They can be difficult to take down depending on whether or not they get the surprise they jump on you. Um, uh, not definitely things that are they, they are never the source of an AWE, but they are definitely things that can pop up during AWEs. Okay. Uh, Victor's just shot one. Vanessa was the one who actually figured out what they were afterwards. Um... It's been dispatched. Offices have been informed. It was removed along with the remains of our contact. Yeah, the guy, the Smith that got brought out in the hearse. Yes. Um, and there's one other complication that we have recently learned. There is a, the former head of security for the Boston branch is here. He went rogue some number of years ago. He has an artifact, an eye patch, and possibly others. We are still waiting for word. Uh, we, we've just sent that information in. or waiting for word on whether there might be anything else missing. He's clearly involved in all of this somehow. We have oh, been observed man. regularly since we got here, to be expected makes sense considering you said that something is being born here correct um any signs of 
directionality in kind of occult occurrences, weather vanes all pointing in the same direction, trees all blowing in the same direction, stuff like that. Not that's been observed yet. Aside from the river. Um... Well, yes, the river is all pointing towards the The rivers are all pointing towards the lake. Flowing out from the lake, but yeah. Yeah, flowing out from the lake. Okay. And the swirl of the forest and the the map. Yeah. The geography is all the general geography. It it does seem as though some sort of entity is trying to be birthed uh here. Again, assumedly in the lake, because that is the nexus of it all. Uh guessing we need to stop that from happening. Uh, I was gonna say, are we gonna investigate yes. the lake? That was our plan. We were heading towards Lake Haven when when things came, other things became clear to us, namely Morgan's presence here in the city or in the county. Which I, I want to say gave us a real opportunity for team building and proactive addressing of issues on an interpersonal level. He does that a lot. You're a really positive. Agreement. You're a really positive person. This is his first field mission. That well, it's like HR. It's my attitude and my blood type. Don't tell a ghoul that. <laughs> I'm a universal donor of positivity. Anyways. Cool. Okay. Um, Other random elements of strangeness. Uh, uh, you may have noticed the bumper stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Been a regular thing. Kathleen, do you have the pictures? My phone's busted. Oh, no. Oh, uh, cool. do you need a burner? Uh, yes, I would accept one. It'll reach into the duffel bag and pull out a cell phone and toss it over. Does Kathleen use a a cell phone service, or I guess it's a company phone, right? So would Lewis know if if there's a way to get backups of of pictures? I mean, Bonus pulls a SIM card out, yeah, cloud, or, or the or yeah, pull out any data card, any uh, if there's a memory card or data in it, SD card. Um. Miss Claire, would you be able to to get those pictures off of this just so we still have them to to reference? I passed the phone over. Yeah, that should be doable. We've noticed some like some this. some real strangeness as far as a recording of events. Now, Kathleen here is an excellent photographer and has been doing just a wonderful job keeping track of everything. But there has been some weirdness with the bumper stickers. Um, I. I'm working on being okay with the fact that I saw some figures in the mist. Uh, did you all encounter the mist uh, as you were coming into the county? Oh, yeah, we passed through it. Yeah, so I saw some things that continued to be mobile in my film of them, which uh, I am not too proud to say really knocked me for a little bit of a loop. But uh, I'm sure that's no surprise to experienced field agents such as yourselves. Um, as for the bumper stickers, we've discovered they can be removed without immediate consequence. Probably. None that we hey, noticed. I was about to say, did you take one off of your car? Uh, we started Another with somebody car. else's. Okay. 
because I was going to say if you did, then it's back, but apparently you didn't try. Oh, they're back anyway. They they yeah, come the back one, anyways. The one that we took off is back. Yep. We tried putting it on other things, and they just popped back onto the, well, onto the car. My car is currently being retrieved back to the office, so we're currently only on the one vehicle until hopefully Carver brings it back. Uh, we can get you a rental. I mean, yeah, there's always that. Yeah, we it, because of that aforementioned omnipresent vigilance that we're experiencing here. Um, it really does seem like trying for a for a stealthy insertion here doesn't really make a ton of sense anymore. They're definitely aware that we're around. Yes, they're, they're fully aware. All sorts of things. Other people, um, even our own computers, maybe phones, that sort of thing. So, well. I guess if we're going to build a game plan, we should probably know what each other's skills and talents are. So, what are all of what are all of you good at? Computers and research. Techie, got it. Field experience. <sighs> Killing people. Computer, okay. And some research. Talker, if we need someone who's very positive. Oh, I've been making a long time habit of sticking my nose in uh, every FBC document I can get my eyes on. I'm not bad at recognizing what I'm looking at. Investigative and occult knowledge. Excellent. You're very good at it, Kathleen. You should give yourself more credit. I also have a, a, a fairly significant amount of uh occult knowledge and 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 library experience as well i've been working as a librarian since well uh for reference uh former smuggler former con man uh been driving and trafficking in magic items for a while uh mm -hmm. before the fbc picked me up for my particular skills uh i don't have a whole lot of the academic knowledge of the magic items but i have a good eye for when something is weird and how, when, when it's valuable, and I'm a good driver and a good shot. Sis uh, is an excellent driver. Go on. I, I can talk for myself. Uh, yeah, I don't know whether you want right. to. Go ahead. Uh, I'm a former bounty hunter. I'm a good tracker. I'm good at killing. I'm good at stealth. There is, after they, the two of them uh, dealing it through, there is a visible amount of relaxation from would Virginia you, for probably the first time. Would you say that those might be the skills that are uh, most useful to becoming a ranger? For being Maybe. a ranger, uh, there's a number of different skills that you need because uh, we're the guys that go in and deal with problems face up. Uh, for me, they pulled me in to be a ranger because of my ability to identify when things are fucky and how to move them and how to find them. My skills with a gun are more secondary. She was specifically picked up for the skills with a gun. And because she's my sister and we weren't going anywhere separately. Yeah, you both, the two of you know that rangers tend to be 
A single, a single, a single fully trained ranger can oftentimes operate in an area where they would normally need to send a full field team. Yeah. Uh, so, rangers tend to have to be jacks of all trades to a certain degree. Uh, you got to be a little good at everything if you want to do this kind of job. Agreed. But, uh, yeah, the FBC found out that I was trafficking in altered items, as they call them, uh, and uh, paid a visit to our house one day. Call it that, yeah. And between going to jail and working for the FBC, I'll take the government paycheck, so... That is fair. So, the lights I guess we're headed out to the lake. That's ah. Motel 6. Yes. They've been aren't doing they, it. Aren't they supposed to keep the light on for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't let you turn it off. And it was on when we got here, to be fair. Uh... Kathleen, did you leave the detection kit open? Yes. All four candles light up. Oh, shit. Our friend is here. Huh. Well, I guess time to test this out and see if it's got any relation. Uh, as uh, Victor reaches into the duffel bag and pulls out a Geiger counter and turns it on. Give me a... Give me a... Spot hidden. Hang on. No, not spot hidden. Um... Give me a Count Geiger's check. No. <laughs> Sanity a... roll. Give me a natural world check. It's not great. Well, like, Lillian would have pulled out the laptop for trying to pull the pictures off the phone. It's the little light for the you know what? I will I will put thirty six luck into that to see. Yes. <laughs> uh, market success. Uh, the, no, the light on the camera is not on with the laptop. Um. So uh, you pull out the Geiger counter and check it. It's ticking a little bit, but it's not ticking like it's not ticking like it's picking up radiation. Um. But you do know that uh. It, that that's not a bad thought, depending on how they're they're depending on how they're trying to look at you, but you know that uh, from 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 what they were saying earlier um, that it may be more along the lines of electrical than radiate than than something that would be picked up with the Geiger counter. Um, with the natural world, with the, with the successful natural world rule, though, uh, though I will uh, you will find out that, uh, you you will be able to tell that um, the Geiger counter is still having more activity than it should given that you're pretty confident there's no actual um, radioactive materials well, in the area. Background radiation is higher than normal, but I don't think that's the source of our monitoring, but it's worth keeping an eye on. I would recommend letting me sweep the Geiger counter over anything when we, when we find anything weird in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I will, I will note for the others that have been here, it's it's not the one that watches us through, like, the webcam. Like, the webcam doesn't appear to be active. Or at least that one isn't showing off. Yeah. 
yeah, you recall that the the candles are the candles light in the presence of uh, altered act like of of uh, altered or astral plane influenced activity. It's not just the not not just when you're being washed, but when something relating to an altered item is happening in the area. Yeah, but right. it also happens when we're being watched. It also happens when you're being watched. Uh, so with that with that said, he will turn off the Geiger counter, put it back in the duffel bag, and pull out his bug sweep kit and scan for electronic surveillance. Yep. You scan around. Uh, you get about halfway through the room. When the lights come back on, the candles go out. And it doesn't seem like there's any... Elect Your bug sweep kit doesn't seem like it's picking up anything. <clears throat> All right. Well, Everyone, maybe give uh, a check. Altered uh, doesn't seem to be showing up on regular surveillance. Yeah. So. I'm also just looking around, just good old fashioned looking around. I'll spend seventy nine luck. luck. No, I don't have that many. I'm gonna spend seven luck. Okay. I'll spend three. Go ahead. Um. I I clicked luck. I'm sorry if it rolls. Sorry. Uh, so that's a success from Lewis, a success from Lillian, a success from Kathleen, a success from Victor, and an extreme success from Vanessa. Um, so all of you that got successes as you're sweeping around, as the lights come back on and the candles go out, you hear a thud. You're not certain from where, though. Vanessa... You, so, a silencer on a gun doesn't silence the sound. It changes the sound to make it a different, to make it a different sound. Um, one that is not, one that is not quiet, but isn't immediately identifiable as a gunshot from a distance. Sounds like more like someone hitting a tin can. Yeah, or depending on the sensor, it could sound like a couple of different things. But the objective is to defer. The, the objective is to disperse the explosive, the explosive concussion of the ordnance being fired. Um, you hear some. You, you before the thud hit, you heard the sound of something being shot with a, from a silenced weapon. You heard the a very particular metallic ting that just ripped through the air wouldn't have been noticeable if you hadn't rolled as well as you did. Can I tell, was it from inside or outside of the room? Outside the room. Not anywhere in the immediate vicinity. Something like something at the, sorry, to be clear, as something at the hotel six, at the motel six got shot, but you don't know precisely where or in what direction. I'm going to thump the wall in the hopes that the light will come back on. Uh, Vanessa will say, uh, something just got shot. The, the lights already came on. Grab my gun. Oh, they already did? Yeah. Outside the room. I don't know where. Oh. Um. Wow. Um, that was Victor. Victor walks over to the, the pool, to, to the, uh, the pool bag and pulls out the 30-06 semi-auto rifle that was, that was stashed in there and, like, Katie's gonna goes, go peek goes, out the goes, window yeah, and see what she can yeah. notice out there. Give me a spot hidden. God damn it! Hard success. Can I push that? Yeah, um, you can push that. Uh, I'll say that if you 
I'll say that if you fail, something else will notice you. That sounds very intriguing, so I'm going to do it. Go for Yeah, 100%. That yes. sounds like a fun story. Oh, I didn't fail, though. Hard success. All right. So anyway, uh, Victor and Kathleen, you stamp, you, you step outside. To I've your... moved to the door. You've both made a hard success. We, we, we take a look out the window, specifically. They look out the window. Um, look the door. Uh, from the window, you don't see anything in particular. Um, nothing, nothing, you know, you don't see anybody with a gun or somebody or a body hitting the ground or anything like that. Well, um, I didn't expect to see that. You do see, uh, you do see a car that is parked very pointedly, like not, and so the hotel, the, the, the motel six that you're on right now is like, it's on like one road that leads into town, one road that's sort of like running uh, perpendicular to that. That's sort of like a, a perimeter road. Um, and the perimeter road isn't very heavily trafficked, at least not that you've noticed, uh, recently, um, or at least at the moment, but there is a all black car, blacked out windows parked immediately across the road, directly in line of sight from the window. I'm going to, um, gesture to, uh, Virginia before she steps out the door. I'm not, I'm not stepping out. I'm waiting there to see what you guys see first. Oh, I'm going to let you know that I saw a car. And I'm going to tell you where it is. Okay. That's a that's a full blackout. That's someone who doesn't want to be seen. No signs of the gun being in the car. I don't see a roll-down window or any smoke contrails, but... That is Cover the me. The one who shot. Yep. Oh! He raises, uh, he raises, he raises okay. the rifle and just aim through the window, just in case. I am opening the door and... Carefully making my way out. Okay. Vanessa will follow behind her with her gun drawn. So the uh, to give you the idea of the layout, you are currently on uh, your you're on a first floor you're in a first floor room, so you're immediately you basically open the door, step out. There is curb and then parking lot. Um, there yep. is not a lot of cover aside from the cars in the parking lot. So the the your car being the most clo- the closest one, um, not a lot of cars here either. So it's like your car, maybe six more total. None of them parked next to each other. Um, so it's not a very ideal place for crossing if you don't want to be in somebody's line of sight. Um, but you step out. I assume you step to your car, so you have a little bit of cover. Correct. Okay. Um, I'm going to stay at the window and keep an eye on. Yeah. What do you? Everything. So Virginia's going out. Vanessa, you're going out too. She's behind, keeping a little bit of distance behind Virginia. Okay. Uh, so with her gun drawn. What is your objective in this moment, Jeremy? Get a better look at potentially the car, who's in the car, um, where this person or thing that got shot was. I'm just trying to get a, a better, more information. Okay. Do you have anything at the moment? Do you have anything uh, on you that you would use to help you visualize, you know, getting visual information on that car, like a binocular or something like that? Uh, I do not believe that I do have binoculars on me. Um... Actually, can I, from the window, use a zoom lens on my camera? No. That's true. I could use I could yeah. use my phone, the yeah. camera on my phone. Because I've got I've got like a big camera that would have like a real yeah. zoom in lens. 
Yeah, so Kathleen, go ahead and give me a photography uh, <clears throat> uh, photography check with a bonus die for the zoom lens. Uh, Jeremy, you can give me either a photography uh, either a, a photography check uh, to use your phone or a use computers check. Use computers, it is. Damn it! So yeah, uh, you, you both you both, I... you both go to zoom in. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you are you want to try to push the roll or? Yes. What what happens? What's the consequence? Yes, of course. Um, consequence for pushing um, for these two particular uh, is the phone. You might damage your phone. Uh, for the camera, for the camera, you might damage your lens. I have more than one lens. My big zoom is not my main lens. Yeah, but you would damage, no, I'm not gonna push you would it damage then. the zoom lens specifically, though, so you wouldn't yeah, that's... have that far distance capabilities, basically. I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I'll, I'll, I'll push it. Okay. All right, go ahead and push the roll for the... <laughs> I'm going to damage the lens. I'm going to damage the lens. Do I still get the bonus die? Uh, Yeah. Do I get another yep. bonus? Yep. You'll still have the bonus die, yep. Oh, yeah! Nice. Success. Um... <clears throat> So yeah, so you, you 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 twist you you get a little bit closer and you twist the you twist a little bit harder than you would normally twist to get to sort of get the zoom to get the the zoom in focus uh, focusing properly because the big issue that you were having previously was that it's just just slightly too far away for you to really focus down, um, but you tweak it with a little bit you eventually find that right bit of focus to get um, a good image of the car. Um, it is a like a Lincoln Continental all black blacked out completely blacked out like illegal levels of tent blacked out windows um i am taking pictures yeah take pictures uh anyhow, uh jimmy your phone's just not good enough to get you a good shot of yeah here. that's fine i assume Do i'm I see... at the wrong angle to license plate yeah no you're not you're not able to get a license plate from the signal is there any indication of what was shot like uh, on that give me a spot anywhere Sorry, say that. Give me a spot hidden. Spot hidden. Oh boy. Vanessa, you can also give a spot hidden if you want to take a look where up. I mean, spot ask. Yep. Yeah, sure. I will. I will. I will use that. I, I will spend that time now down to eight luck. Eight luck. Stream success. Okay. Uh, success. So mark those successes. Uh, success for Virginia. Uh, you're looking around. You don't see. You don't see any particular like indication of what was shot. You're getting a sense that it wasn't something on the street, though. It wasn't something outside. It was something within the building somewhere that was shot. Okay, um, Vanessa, you're seeing. You look around. You look up, and you realize that um, on the second story. Uh, over the the, the the second story balcony sort of goes around the front entrance there's like uh, there are the uh, the ho the motel rooms are all on the side of this motel six but around the front there's like additional office uh space on the top for like <clears throat> private offices and things like that and so you sort of like lean out a little bit around the car and you see that there is a you you don't see any of the what you would expect traditional skeletal fracture, you know, skeletal spider fractures of glass. You just see a perfectly cut out hole 
at about head level in one of the windows of the offices above the front entrance to the Motel 6. Virginia. She points yeah. up. And Virginia, you can't see what she's pointing at. It is so, yeah. like... Okay. Yeah, extreme success. I get it. Yeah. Um, she's going to point to herself, point to the car. And then try to... I realize there's very little cover here. Uh, but as best, get to the car as safely as possible. Yeah, I mean, you're right at the car, so you can just like slide around and into it. Oh no, no. Oh, oh, the car, the far car. The car. Okay. Yeah, not our car. Okay. And Victor is Victor is trained in keeping cover on them from the from the window. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa will continue following her. I. I'm going to see if Motel Six has a security camera system that can give, be gotten into. Give me a computer's check. Uh, and the two that are sneaking. Uh, and to be clear, that hole in the window is like. On the Motel 6, not towards the car. Right. Um, so they're going to give me stealth checks from Virginia and Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Can I, can I be done gearing up? Sure. Okay. Hard success. Good. Both success. Uh, was, was it extreme success, Lillian? Uh, no, the Motel 6 does not have any security cameras. That, well, that's something. Confirming that they actually have none Solidly is, you know, that there is no security at this at this motel six. You're pretty certain. Well, that, that there's not that's not security. terrible. I don't hate that. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not yeah. mad at it. You're it, when, when the stream's success, Lillian. You're pretty confident that they don't even have security at this motel six. And someone just being able to shoot through a window and no. They one may not to. have locks on the doors. <laughs> I mean, that's standard for a motel six. No, no, they typically have locks on the doors. No, they ostensibly have locks on the doors. Uh, but with the hard success on the stealth, of Vanessa in Virginia, moving from car to car, yep. moving from car to fence, moving from fence to slightly tall grass, absolutely no cover once you leave the parking lot between you and the car. It's fine. Continuing to move, keeping low, moving quickly. You get to the yep. side of the road. Still nothing reacting anywhere. A couple cars go by. You wait. You look left. You look right. Like you're supposed to. Cross the street. Get to the car. Yep. Both of you make a sanity check. Okay. Oh, I love it. Extreme Failure. So, you're less, this is less because of something that's inherently affecting, and more because it is a, uh, a, a undercutting of your expectations of reality. Um, Virginia, you get to the car, and you go up to it, and you realize this isn't a car. Not in any meaningful way. This is a, this is, the best way you could describe it is a supersized matchbox car. Mm. 
which is just there are there are there are wheels there are it was a decoy vehicle there are wheels in the shape of a car but it is not actually a functional vehicle there's no inside as far as you can right vanessa this is an oversized matchbox car and the implications of the fact that somebody is playing with you like they might play with a matchbox car settles into the back of your brain and finds a nice nest. Uh, go ahead and just roll me a d6. Right. Reduce your sanity. Sanity's overrated. Awesome. Hey, it's okay. You can restore it by napping. So yeah, that, that, that thought just finds a nice home in the back of your brain and refuses to leave. Meanwhile, Ginny just looks annoyed. Looking around, seeing if there's any indication of anything out of place other than obviously the Pim particle matchbox car. Um, looking around, yeah, there's not, not nothing else over here. Um, it's definitely the kind of thing that you would expect to, like, this is, this, this is a really good stakeout point, like, you know, the kind of right. point you might, you might, if you were staying out of place, like, nothing, you don't even see how it got here. There's no tracks, there's no nothing. It's just, this car was placed here. Yeah, put it there and then grew it. Yeah. Um, there's no... From this vantage point, do we see anything uh, dark, shadowy person creeping around the 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 the, the Motel Six? Uh, well, that depends. Um, What's that stealth check for? Uh, Lewis has come downstairs and is at the bottom of the steps and is just um, sort of peeking out. But I I did want to roll it just in case anybody was looking well, back. Y'all are on the first saw. floor, so you're not. Yeah, we're on the first floor. I've gone down. Okay. What's so going Lewis on has... is on the. Lewis has then come outside and is hiding behind, I guess, maybe our car. Okay. Uh, he has, the gearing up that he did was getting his taser and his rollerblades on. So, so those of you that were in is, the room, you watched Lewis grab his taser and rollerblades and silently, like a ghost, slide out the front door. He's, he's starlight expressing himself. Um, those of you at the other side don't see him. That was just for you. <laughs> You can see now. You, you at this angle, you can see a little bit better that there's garbage that musical. Dis, that slight discolor is that, that slight discoloration of the the hole in the glass on the second floor, um, but nothing else. Let's go find who got shot. I guess. All right, cross back over. Yep. As as you come back over, Lewis raises up cautiously. Just thumb up, thumb down, questioning look. Thumb to the side, question. What's he doing? He's being an idiot. This is what he does. No, I noticed. Uh, as the as the, the <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> as as the as the pair of them start start crossing back, and there's no obvious signs of attack. Um, Victor. 
stows the rifle back in the pool cue bag, shoulders it, uh, and steps out, but it, but keeps a hand on uh, on the Desert Eagle just in case. You're stepping out. Yeah, I'll I'll go with him. As two of you approach, you know, from behind, Lewis, uh, Victor, and Kathleen also step out. Um, you get up to the side. Now, Vanessa, you can see that Lewis is in rollerblades. Wait. So, yep. Um, uh, I... So, I look do back those, over my do shoulder. Those help, and... Do those help with running? No, they help with blading. Um, I do a quick, um, uh, very quick, he's not an idiot, uh, mental calculation. Um, and um, can't, uh, and, and just sort of counts and goes, Rule two, and skates back inside really quick. I'm going to go find uh, Lillian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, this is what I've had to work with. I'm so sorry. The rest of them are great. Like, Vic drives me crazy, but he's very competent. They're just not experienced, and, or they're Lewis. <laughs> Okay, um, you oh. had an indication like you saw where that shot came or went to, I guess? Yeah, she'll point up to the window. Uh, All right, well, let's go see who's dead. Go check it out. Lewis finds Lillian, I assume, at the computer still? Yeah. Finding no security system, Lillian went back to trying to retrieve the pictures off the phone. Right. But now a zombie, because we left her alone for 30 seconds. <laughs> the other four of you go to the stairs, climb up walk around it is interesting that no one has reacted to it yet but then again vanessa only barely heard the the the, the shot itself. right i mean there's barely anybody here not a lot of people here either yeah also also i mean not not just a motel six it's a motel or a hotel if you hear thumps you don't go out and go mm, wonder what someone's doing in their room yeah um, the so Victor Victor is walking with a uh, uh like uh that walking cane in one hand, uh not not using it like a cane at all, but has their left hand with the with the rifle bag slung over it, just resting on the on the 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 handle of the Desert Eagle on the left side. Go upstairs, circle around to the offices. The window, these window, the windows up here are not tinted. It's just hard to you just can't see what's in them from the ground floor, obviously. So you walk over to the window that has a hole in it, and inside you see a man wearing a, uh, a low-budget business suit, uh, not not particularly tailored, gray uh, uh, gray uh, jacket was at one point a white shirt, now much more red. Uh, looks to be somewhere mid-30s, early 40s. Uh, with... The only way to describe it is like a giant drill bit lodged in their chest. Uh, I'm going to take a picture. A drill bit that looks like it perfectly fits that hole in the window. I check that hole and A, see what the glass shatter pattern looks like, and B, where that trajectory might have come from. Um, 
Like, is the glass on this the be, inside scattered everywhere? Is the, the glass just yeah, gone? This will be the last roll of the night. Go ahead and make me a appraisal check. <clears throat> That's what I'm good at, hopefully. Not with a 94. Oh, Fucking hell. Push it. I could, yeah. What, what are the consequences of pushing this? Uh, the consequences of pushing this is uh, will be the destruction of evidence. I will fail. try. Fucking hell! You go up to the you go up to the window to try to investigate, and you sort of like you go it because the window looks solid. You go to lean on it to sort of like get a, get a better look at the uh, better look at the hole, and as you push. It just disintegrates. The just like the, the, a, a large chunk of the window just collapses so, inward. Loud, so Victor, Victor, loud Victor, like reaches, reaches out, reaches out a hand to try and like lean and get a better look out the hole, and it just like crumbles. Like it. I only got one picture of that. It feels that like it ain't just, normal. It feels like it was just like it was held together by prayer, basically after the in yeah, yeah. impact, and uh, it, it just crumbles into into fragments. That ain't normal. No, it's no, it's not. But it was loud, and as you listen to the loud sound of glass shattering all over the ground, uh, with a dead body that has a drill bit in its chest, that's where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.